Hello, and thanks for downloading episode 14 of the SAP UK podcast. In the latest instalment of our CXO series, SAP UK Managing Director Mikhail Verhoeven is joined by the CEO of Anglian Water to discuss a new purpose-driven partnership, which will enable both organisations to collaborate on our sustainability goals. Welcome, everyone. My name is Michiel Verhoeven. I'm Managing Director for SAP in the UK and Ireland. And today I'm joined by Peter Simpson, who's the CEO of Anglian Water. Hello, Peter. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Peter, tell us a little bit about Anglian Water as a company. What, are you, what do you do in the UK economy? Well, we're a water and wastewater or water recycling, as we call it, company uh, cover the east of England. We're the largest geographic water company of uh, the water companies here in, in the UK. And we cover a big area from the Humber Bank right up by Scunthorpe down to London, pretty much Tilbury. So big geography, uh, serve over six million customers for water and wastewater services. And we really are the organisation that has uh, the positive opportunity to make the biggest impact on the positive impact on the environment. Thank you, Peter. And today we're here to talk about purpose-driven partnerships. And SAP and Anglian Water have entered into a purpose-driven partnership. But what does that mean for you at Anglian Water to be a purpose-driven company? Well, it's right at the heart of the organisation. Um, we have a, a statement on our purpose, which is to bring environmental and social prosperity to the region we serve through our commitment to love every drop. Um, and that's not just a series of words. It's something that's enshrined in the Articles of Association of the company. So all directors have an obligation not just to look after the shareholders, but to look after the communities we serve, our customers, and the environment, um, and that is you know, literally right in the heart of what we do. But it, but it's more than that. It's something which is a very much a mission uh, for everybody in our organisation. Um, we recognise, I suppose, at the most fundamental level, that companies can be really positive changes, real positive uh, in terms of changes that we can bring to not only the environment but also to communities we serve. So rather than just thinking about ourselves as a bit of a sort of transactional business, uh, we just clean, uh, clean wastewater, we produce clean, safe drinking water. We think about what's the overall impact we're having in the, in the area in which we operate and how can we do much more than if you just like the, the basic writing on the tin. When you think about practices for purpose in a company, what type of activities come to mind for you? Well, I suppose it's it's going beyond the sort of basics. You know, it's going beyond what you might regard as the traditional organisation, and it's thinking about well, what what are the bigger differences we can make as an organisation our own, but also together with other organisations. So rather than I suppose if I if I think about the journey we've been on over the last 10, 15 years, we've gone from a very much sort of transactional business that talked to its customers and. You know, a bit of a patronising way and expected them to do almost what we expect, wanted them to do um, and almost told them to do to a place where we recognise we're in a, a much broader partnership. And in order to make positive impacts on the environment, for example, we need to work in partnership, not just with customers, but with communities and others in our, our supply chain. Otherwise, it's simply not possible. And I think when you, you look at the bigger 
challenges facing the planet, you know, particularly in terms of the impact of a changing climate and population and housing growth, you very quickly recognise that you know, just one organisation on its own is not going to cut it. We need to be working with others and influencing behaviours. And you don't do that by telling or a transactional approach. You, 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 know, you build partnerships. Um, so I suppose you know, partnerships are right at the heart of how do we actually achieve this, this purpose that we've set out for ourselves. And that's really why it's framed as it is. Yes, and thank you for that, Peter. And I, I'm very pleased that we are actually partnering on specific activities together. And we do, we've done workshops with your organization together with the SAP team, not just around technology, but around practices for net zero uh, emissions, net zero waste, and of course, zero inequality and increasing the skills base. Mm -hmm. uh, th this is very important to us as SAP, as a company that signed up to the UN development goals, but also in our product strategy and our engagement strategy with customers themselves. So can you reflect a little bit about what impact has it had on your organization thus far to do these workshops together? Well, it's fantastic to be working with an organization that has purposed its heart as well. Um, so the question we're asking ourselves, I suppose, is what, what is it together we can achieve that's more than we could achieve on our own? Um, and also, what can we learn from each other? Um, it's always fantastic to be talking to organizations who operate in a different sector and, and also organizations that have got a global perspective on, on things in order to kind of learn and, and grow as an organization. So we have a, a, one of our values is always a, is called always exploring, which is that idea of always going out there and trying to find others, you know, that we can learn from and, and work with. And I know from the workshops that have been held so far, our, you know, our team has been really quite excited about uh, some of the opportunities to work with you and learn from you around a lot of the work you've done on sustainable uh, procurement and particularly how far you've got down into in supply chains we think that's really exciting because you know the nature of our organizations is that uh, you know we are we're a slither actually the number of people who are involved in delivering things um, for both organizations so the the greater the opportunity the great opportunity for us is to work with our supply chains and get as much alignment as we can and, and have a much bigger impact. So that, that's really exciting. Um, and as we're bringing on board some of your products, particularly Ariba, I think there's some great opportunities there for, for us. Um, but also, I mean, you, you touched on some of the other areas we've been working on. And one of the big areas we've focused on as a company is uh, net zero, net zero by 2030 as a company. It's a commitment that we made many, many years ago, actually. It's very much at the heart of our commitment to not only um, mitigating the impact of the changing climate, but also adapting to it. It's very much part of the heart of that. But we think there's a lot there we can share with you about what we've done on that, particularly our journey on achieving uh, reductions in capital carbon, so that embodied carbon. Uh, and because that has actually come as a result of working incredibly closely with our capital supply cha chain partners, where we've had long-term relationships which have, I suppose, enabled us to work together on some really big objectives um, around, around that. So, and, and it's a similar story, you know, you, you talked about equality, social mobility, uh, inclusion. Again, as a company on your own, you can do so much, but you can do so much more when you're working with like-minded partners uh, to realize opportunities, you know, particularly given 
you know, some of the impacts we've seen of the, the pandemic, particularly on the digital divide. I think there's some great, you know, initial ideas that are coming out from our, our discussions. Well, Mikel, I'm very interested um, in uh, obviously SAP and its purpose. And, and I wonder if you could just perhaps elaborate on the areas where, you know, you see SAP and Anglian working together uh, most closely over the next few years. The, the first call is really about zero emissions, zero waste which comes about through our product and technology strategy, very much in terms of developing technology that allows you to track your carbon footprint through the supply chain, from categorizing suppliers to aggregating and disintegrating materials throughout the supply chain until it ends up in a customer product or a service. Yeah. The second area is really about skills and creating zero inequality. DNI is paramount and super important in the SAP values and in our actions and the way that we operate. But we want to expand that to our ecosystem partners and our customers and work together to expand on the ecosystem. There's a tremendous opportunity for young people to enter the technology uh, sector and to expand on digital skills, not just for young people, but also for older generation. Yeah. And then the third area is really about social procurement and giving back in such a way to society that we promote enterprises that have purpose at the core of what they do rather than first profit. So we have launched a program called Five by 25, which is really 5% of our procurement spend going to social enterprises in the UK by the year 25. Now we procure mostly people by the way, but so I'm talking about physical goods, direct goods and indirect goods, but this is an important program led by our chief procurement officer here and it's resonating really well because it also builds local community, not just in London, but in the greater part of the UK. Absolutely. And, and it's exciting because in some of these areas, you know, we've, we've been doing similar things for quite a few years. But typically with the, uh, those long term partners we've had delivering our capital program. So, you know, we're typically investing five to six hundred million pounds every year building things and um, be they trunk mains, sewers, treatment works, whatever. Um, and by joining together, you know, our purpose right at the outset, that's enabled us to plan and think and innovate differently and collaborate you know, much more closely than ever before. And were it not for those relationships, you know, we wouldn't have seen a 61% a reduction in our, in our capital carbon since we set out on that mission back in uh, 2010. Um, and were it not for those relationships, you know, we wouldn't have built the combined approach that we've had to bringing on board apprentices um, and targeting particular areas of the country where, you know, in our, in our region in particular, right in this part of our region, we've got a, pl a place called Wisbeach, which is, you know, suffering some really you know, big challenges, um, social challenges. And by targeting our recruitment efforts together, not just angling, but with our partners, and developing programs with the local colleges there, all of a sudden, you know, we've been able to shift the dial. And you can tangibly see the, you know, the youth unemployment dial shifting as a result of what we've been doing just in that particular area with those sort of opportunities. But it, but it's all come because of this way of working together over a long time. So what's exciting for me, I suppose, is saying, well, uh, it's odd maybe that we haven't had this relationship from a uh, uh, an IT or an IS side before and it's really exciting that that you know that that opportunity now presents itself uh with, with sap and, and peter uh, thank you for sponsoring that relationship with us throughout your organization 
But let's also be real right, about uh, our past hasn't always been uh, without blame in terms of uh, SAP just being a vendor to you and not really being a partner, right? So we are absolutely committed to transitioning from that you know, old image of a technology vendor to that have truly a partnership that cares about your impact with your consumers and your constituents in the larger economy. So thank you for giving us that opportunity. But maybe to be tangible, what is success for you in the future when we look back on this interview and we say, yeah, we entered into a partnership, but what does success look like for you? It's a really good question. I, mean, I suppose at the most fundamental level in any in any partnership, you know, the part the partner organisations have to see success. So you, when you looked at um, you were just sort of characterising the relationship in the past, perhaps it was a bit more transactional. Perhaps from an SAP point of view, you were less interested in us ultimately being successful in what we were trying to do, and perhaps it was the same on our side as well. And and out of that is fraught difficulty. Um, the more that we can sort of say, this is what, you know, you understand what we're trying to achieve. We understand what you're trying to achieve. And we get as much as alignment as possible. Then that gives us a start of a 10 in terms of a, a decent partnership. And I don't think in truth, some of the ingredients for that success were, were there probably historically, but I, but I think they definitely are there now. Um, so, you know, coming back to your question, I think for me, uh, if I just reflect again on some of the uh, discussions that you know, we've had over the last 10 years on a similar journey with with other partners it's about seeing a shift in the metrics that matter um, so we we track all of our key metrics and we publish them in our annual report in a very you know very exhaustive way so there's absolute transparency about what we're trying to do how we're trying to do it and how we measure ourselves and that those measurements are you know solid they're not just peter decides a number they're, they're really solid and audited and they stand up uh, to, to scrutiny, but also to have some of those real positive project examples that we can use that projects that have really made a difference to you know, people's, people's lives or the environment in which we, we operate. And, and ideally, I think really good for us would look like those, those projects have come out of the energy of our teams getting together. Um, and I, I'd like to think that you and I don't know what they are now. Um, and it'll be it'll be that their innovation and their collaboration, which is going to generate some of these. And then we look back and we say, look, here we are. X has moved to Y percent. And how has it done it? Well, here we are. Here's two or three examples of projects which have made that sort of difference. And they've come out of this out of this working together because I've seen that. You know, I've seen that approach work incredibly well, as I say, with some of these longer standing partnerships that we've had with particularly our, our civil engineering partners. Um, and so I, I know the model, the model works. You know, when you engage the enthusiasm of our, of our employees and their, their desire actually to, to work for purpose-driven organizations and do make a difference, um, it's incredibly powerful. Thank you so much, Peter. That's a fantastic answer. And I echo the need for tangible, measurable results balanced by a culture that has changed through projects that we engage on that in, in SAP world, I keep saying the buzz is back, right? The, yeah, yeah, there has yeah. to be some level of energy between us as partners and for our employees to feel that the technology that we're infusing is realizing tangible outcomes and culture shift in your organization, not just for Anglian Water, but for the constituents you work with. So Peter, I understand that Anglian is also doing a lot of work when it comes to carbon footprint reduction, but then through the launch 
of green and sustainability bonds. Can you explain what you're aiming to do here and what the benefit is to investors? Well, I, I think the first thing is to, to recognize that uh, when we talk about you know, launch on a purpose, uh, as we've done as organizations, uh, there are many, many benefits. And one of the benefits that we've realized as a company is you know, our commitment to, to, for example, net zero has enabled us to realize much better value financing. So we borrow a lot of money uh, to fund the investment programs that we make as an organization. But when we took a lot of the work that we were doing on our drive to net zero, and we said, well, how can we tie these things together? Increasingly, financial markets are interested not just in percentages on amounts of money, but they're actually interested in how the money is being used. So what's the purpose of the lending? So when we put bonds into the market, people who are investing those bonds are interested not just in the percentages they get back above a bank rate, but they're also interested in the purpose of the money, the impact it's going to have. So it's become, I mean, certainly in the last 15 years, there's been an enormous shift. And there is a you know, genuinely a, a wall of, I mean, it's often called green finance. I think it's broader than that now. But out there of, of money which is trying to, to do good. For us as a company, um, we were the first European utility to launch a, a green bond. I uh, did that back in 2017. I think we've, we've raised nearly 900 million pounds worth of green bonds now. And most recently, uh, we launched a £300 million sustainability-linked bond, which was tied directly to our uh, carbon reductions on the journey to net zero by 2030, with incentives, lower interest rates on the money for being on the right glide path, and also penalties uh, if we're not, uh, and particularly at a midway point in 2025, there's an interest rate penalty if, we, if we're not actually on that. Uh, that trajectory and likewise at 2030. So, you know, real incentives for doing the right thing, I think. And um, I think those organisations who've, who've got a purpose and they're driving in this particular way and really have sustainability at the heart, who are not realising the opportunities of getting better value finance are, are missing a bit of a trick, actually. Are there any closing comments you have for other customers or partners that you say, look, this is what you need to think about when you engage in a partnership about sustainability. I, I think being very, very clear um, with the organizations you're dealing with that they genuinely mean it. Um, and it's not just some sort of wash over the top, some sort of green wash or social wash over the top. Because to be honest, a lot of organizations talk the talk. Um, yeah, there isn't anybody who doesn't sort of talk about ESG now. Um, it's you know, even talked about in bond market presentations that we have now in a way it wasn't before, but that's quite different to coming to organisations who have truly committed. Um, so you have, to, you have to, first of all, be very clear about the partners you're taking on and, and make sure you've got the right partners. Um, because if you haven't, then, then frankly, it's, it's not going to work right at the outset. And then, then I think tr try and get it to a very practical level. You know, look at the, the strengths of each organisation, what sort of things they're involved with, much as we've done um, in terms of identifying not 250 different areas, but three sort of big areas for our organisations to work together on, where we've both got um, complementary skills, uh, complementary resources, and we can see we can make together a much bigger impact than we make on our own. So I think that's the other one, that sort of audit of, well, OK, what are, you, what are you bringing to the party and, and where, where are the synergies between those things and where can we be most complementary to each other? And uh, 
start making a difference rather than trying to categorize 150 or 250 different things you can do start making a difference with a few things um and then you get the, the sort of flywheel effect you know success builds success and you get momentum going and um you know in, in a couple of years time you think blimey look at all the stuff we've achieved probably if you'd said all of those things right at day one it wouldn't necessarily have turned out that way but uh, as you get you get the momentum going it certainly does deliver i agree peter i think the clarity of expectations and goals up front. Second, the clarity of focus of three areas that we pick. In, in our case, we pick the decarbonization footprint, yeah. the social enterprise procurement and the skills tracks. And yeah. then finally, I think it's the governance, right? It's not just yeah. you and I talking with each other, but across as an organization to make sure things happen and are not just talked about. So yeah. I really thank you for the dialogue and appreciate the uh, importance that you lend this partnership and i look forward to jointly making each other successful and thank you so much absolutely and thank you so much for the progressive approach that you're taking as an organization i'm, I'm sure that we'll both uh, win out of this relationship moving forward and most importantly the uh, communities we serve and the environment we uh, all have to live in um, will improve as a result as well thank you very much peter